trust me. Do it. If you want me. Show it. If you need hey. me. If you love me. <laughs> Say it. If you trust me. Do it. If you want me. Show it. If you need me. All right, now. <laughs> My background vocals. Actions speak louder than words. So don't just say things that I've already heard. And I don't know the rest. That is just fine. Because you brought us in so strong and wonderful. I felt that one. Who don't love a good brown song? Who don't love a good brown song? I do like that song. It was a throwback. You know? I enjoy a quality R and B. From that time frame. You know, that was... Now, I ain't saying we don't have good music. Because The Vision put out an album, and my God. It was great. It speaks to my soul. But Brownstone? Mm. Hey, y'all. Sup, guys? We're back. <laughs> for another episode of Melanated Celebrated. Indeed, I almost forgot you guys were there. What's happening, though? It's yes. Kiara here. Sup, guys? I'm Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> and we are back... To chat it up once again, one more time. Um, again, God, it's better to be seen and not viewed. We hope that you're enjoying your week. That has been a good and positive one thus far. Amid all of the foolishness and the debauchery of COVID-19. Um, we are here again the year of our Lord 2020. It's uh, good to be seen and not viewed. My, what a mighty God we serve. It's good to be seen and not na 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 well, guys, I hope you enjoyed last week's episode. This week, we're going to do a different little area. But to kick it off, we're going to start with a little voila magic. And uh, we'll let you go first, Key. Who me? Who we chatting about, though? So, my voila magic this week goes to Megan Thee Stallion and Beyonce. The cane. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the beehive came in. I feel like B knew. You know, B always jump on the high uh, female rapper because she's a rapper. <laughs> and, you know, song and bless it. And let me tell you, it did me a world of good. Did it touch your soul? I mean, I like the song Savage anyway, but it was kind of... It's just too much with all the TikTok videos. Yeah, the ticking and the talking was wearing it down. Um, but yo, listen, B came through and blessed me. I don't yeah. know about y'all. Yeah. <laughs> and I've been waiting on her this whole COVID time to come out and give us something. I mean, she gave us a little bit with her little, you know, Disney thing. I'm gonna do the whole little tribute to every making a song for Disney. But I needed a Beyonce. Yeah. Post or state or something. something. Like I literally, I feel like in the beginning, I was already saying, you know, if B would just get on live. And, you know, she would just, come just to, give she would me come something. Just tell me something. She would that that would just all. make it all better for me. And um, The Lord heard our cry. The least she could do. The Lord heard our cry. And he, you said, know? he said, but now I said, go ahead and get them cheering. Something they can do. <laughs> but the song was so hot. It was dope. Um, B is definitely a rapper. Um, she's been trying to, you know, ease us into this thing for like two years now. Um, yeah. But I'm here for it. We appreciate it. She's my favorite. She's an entertainer. Rapper. She's an entertainer. Yeah, she's an entertainer for sure. But the song is dope. And I thought, you know, it deserved the wildlife magic just because I've listened to it several times mm-hmm. already. Because, yep. um, you know, really what else is there to do? But yeah. I listened to the song. It's dope. Shout out to them. And Beyonce does all of the things. So we stand Beyonce here at Melanated Celebrated, guys. Don't ever forget it. Don't ever forget it. Now, I ain't going to be crying when crazy fans. But I stand Beyonce in all of her... Uh, albums and words because she's touched me she's got me through some things you know so my god what a mighty god yes you are so <laughs> i'm sorry yo. Yep. like sometimes when you just talk you know 
She's so, mm. so elderly. It's warm. I just feel it's warm. You're welcome. It's so warm. You know, I, I don't even charge y'all for that. You <laughs> You are welcome. Well, I would have to co-sign your Wild Out Magic because yes, but not say we stand. For me this week, and I would have to give some credit to my bestie for bringing this person to my attention, would be uh, the, the, the new Instagram sensation who is Tabitha Brown. I love her. Let me tell y'all how Tabitha has just come through and blessed my life. I feel like, because before I was like, oh my gosh, she's so Southern that her accent just yeah, like drives her, me nuts. Her voice alone is very but, calming to me. But once I realized, that, okay, maybe I want to try this whole vegan thing. Why not listen to the perspective from someone who's, you know, from the South. Mm-hmm. She's, I, think I think her and her husband are from Greensboro. Oh, okay. So, you know, why not listen to it from her perspective? And she's just, she brings so much joy to me on all the little episodes, not episodes, all the um YouTubes that I watched about her or seen her stories on my Instagram and what have you. She's just so pleasant. That's how she sounds. She's just so pleasant. So pleasant. And when she said, because that's my business, yeah. that is, yeah, I feel like she speaks to my soul. <laughs> So, shout out to Miss Tabitha Brown. I appreciate you for being a brown girl trying to vegan uh, lifestyle and things. Now, I can't do your vegan lifestyle. I can do your vegan diet. <laughs> uh, so, that's something that's in the works. But I do. I definitely want to shout her out because she's been... She Remember how Will Smith, when he first came to Instagram? Oh, yeah. How he was just a blessing? Yeah. I feel like she's kind of like that. Like, she just has such... A warm personality, and you can tell she's really humble, and she, you can tell that she she's on a path. She knows what she's doing, mm-hmm. so I can appreciate it. And her YouTube just brings me such joy. I need to follow her um, her Instagram. I was yeah. following her on Facebook. Okay, so I'm familiar with her through Facebook, mm-hmm. um, just off of like a few videos that have went viral. Yeah, where she's like, "You're all right." <laughs> You're doing the best that you can. And I'm like, yes, ma'am. I feel like she should be on like a meditation. I'm like, uh, I am doing the best I can right now. She should be on a meditation playlist she on should. Apple she, Music, guys. Yeah, Just comment. She's so and she has that Southern twang that come. I, I don't know about y'all. Feels like a mother. But I feel like Southern mm-hmm. women are some of the best women you can ever find in your life. Honey, true. you know? <laughs> but I could be biased. But, uh, but yeah, shout out to you, Tabitha Brown, girl, for bringing all this good awareness to this vegan diet and things. Girl, we appreciate you. And, you know, I like so I can get jiggy with it from the minute she said, but because that's my business. <laughs> I said, because I tell y'all to mind your business and judge your mama and not me. So I can relate, sweetie. She's like a spirit animal. You know, and I have a few of those. But, yes, my Wala is going to be Miss Tabitha Brown. And also an honorary Wala magic moment would be for all of you parents out there who are now full-time teachers. Yeah. On top of working your full-time jobs kudos and big a big praise to you all because i know that it's nothing easy it's something new that was unexpected so you've all had to adjust and, you know some days you may feel like you're not doing it right or doing enough or what have you but from us to you all you're doing an amazing job and keep it up and you know let them cheer and go outside for a little recess shall get you a break him yeah? mm-hmm. that's all you got to do because my niece and my nephew don't show one trampoline the other day they need a recess Yes, I mean, honestly, if I was a parent right now... Come get them. Yo, I've lost my entire mind. Somebody come get these kids. <laughs> come get these kids. So, yeah, shout out to the parents, uh, the aunties, the uncles, whoever it is that has children in their households. My because, listen... I'm tired of me, so I can only imagine the viewing your children, but you know... 
going to be all right, y'all. So kudos to you guys. Keep up the good work. And, you know, it's almost summer break. So, you know, it's almost over, guys. It's going to be just fine. I promise. But with that being said, we'll take a quick break, guys. And we'll be back with a little of the bitch what because we all got one. We'll be back. Hey, guys. It's Kiara. I wanted to talk to you really quick about donations. That's right. The doors of the church are now open. This podcast is ran 100% by us, but we'd like to offer the opportunity to support us a little more. And we're asking for a monetary commitment of $2 per month. We're doing that through Patreon. Patreon is a site that allows you to help us. It's for the upkeep of the show. I called it the building fund, but you'll see it. But really, it is. It's for the editing, the studio, behind the scenes, and to also make sure that we come back each and every month. Patreon.com slash Melanated Celebrated. You'll see the automatic $2 there, but if you'd like to give more, whatever your heart desires, we're open to it. We're excited about the growth, and we look forward to you guys growing with us. And again, we'd like to thank you. So that's Melanated Celebrated. We're out. Hey, y'all, and we're back. Yeah. So first, Ashley, I forgot, girl. How was your week? You know, the weekend or whatever. They've all ran together at this point, sis. So I can understand how you could forget that. Um, You know, it was about the same as last week. They have all run Uh, together. I worked and, you know, went back to my room. That's about it, guys. I mean, it's really all we could do. Like, I've been in good spirits. I went back to the liquor store. I did do that today. Um, More edibles. I haven't had a panic attack in two weeks, so that's a blessing. That's a blessing. For sure. You know, I, you know, FaceTime my family and... Because it's kind of like... Didn't curse nobody out. It's kind of like the things that you, the little knickknacks and whatnots that you have done around the house the past month. I've done those. Yep. <laughs> I cleaned up my second those. bedroom. Yo, my, um, my flowers are growing. Yep. My squash and my, uh, what is it? Tomatoes. Yes, ma'am. And your mama. Yes, ma'am. Um, yeah, yeah. All that. It's growing now. And, uh, what else do you want me to do? I'm in the house. I'm inside. That. I'm balancing that well, which is all that I could ask of myself at this point. So last week was a blessing. It was the same as the one before, but nonetheless a blessing. How was short? What did you do? Different. Nothing different. <laughs> it was a good week. Everything is rolling by. I'm not sure if this is just me, so y'all let me know. But I swear, like, the days and weeks are flying. But yeah. I mean, I know you're probably bored sometimes in the moment. But I really feel like the days are going by super fast right now. Yeah. Um, but, hey, I don't know. But, yeah, nothing really changed. Um, The virtual hair wrap class that I was telling you about last yeah. week, uh, we've set on a date for that. So yes, I need start. Help. Lord. Yeah, we'll start advertising for that um, next week. And it really is like, I have turbans, like a lot of different turbans. Well, a few different turbans. But I have no idea how to put them on without looking like ancient mama, right? Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I'm I saying? Like, we don't know how on. to properly put those on. So I've collaborated with a loctician who actually has performed virtual classes in the past. She's done this over the course of like six years, I think. Mm-hmm. So we're collaborating and we're going to bring you some virtual head wrap classes where you'll learn, um, you know, have that one-on-one and learn um, maybe three or four different styles we'll to where it. you can actually put on your head wraps and your turbans the correct way. We'll take it. <laughs> to where, you know, you don't like you just rolled out of bed and don't have your hair done we'll and have to put them on. So, I'm excited about that. Um, definitely moving. And you know, I'm not one to like just 
I don't, I'm not one to tell something before it's done, but it's right. kind of done. <laughs> We're just waiting on a date or whatever, and I really want y'all to sign up too. So next week, I'll be able to bring you where you can help. purchase the classes, and yeah. um, we'll go from there. Um, again, it's this is a new world, be like right now, and people just trying to figure it out. Get some, you know what I'm saying? Help everybody, community. Each one, teach one. Basically, each one, teach one. And um, so I'm excited about that. Other than that, that's the only thing that's different. That's a um, blessing. We'll girl, walking Coco like crazy now. You know, I do a lot of walks and you know, these I'm days Netflixed and, out. You know, I've watched all of the shows that they um, have there. So uh, Hulu'd out, and but yeah, that's it. I mean, it's been a good week though. I can't complain honestly. But right. It's again, um, we're being viewed and not seen. I mean, we're being seen right, and not viewed. Right. So I, I cannot complain. I'll be quiet. Yeah, I so will be quiet. Jesus. That's it. But I didn't interrupt. I just remember. I'm like, dang, I ain't even asked Ash how our week was going. And I hope y'all week have been going uh, mm-hmm. pretty well or weekend or whatever. I know y'all didn't do much either. But no, um, no, y'all. Except for y'all, you know, the ones that are still having, you know, big parties and things and such at your address. Yo, so That's I decided just... to ride around Charlotte because, <laughs> because why not? Because why not? I was social distancing. I was tired of being in the house <sighs> and. I was like, you know what? I haven't really had time to figure out like where things are or learn how to get somewhere without my GPS. Hmm. So I turned my GPS off and I got lost. And it was cool, you know? Like yep. um, like you say, if you got gas money, you never really lost. So yep. it's one of the best gems my aunt ever gave me. Just like as long as you have gas money, you'll never be lost. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Let me cars not really on the road right now. And so that's what I did. You know. And I've got I got lost yesterday, and um, it was cool, you know. Mm, but my God made a way. He made a way. I ended and up back, you back home. I mean, I turned the GPS back on to of get course. home, but because uh, you're still here, <laughs> that, that didn't change, you know. That's not that's not my strong suit, y'all. <laughs> I'm a creative, you know what I'm saying. Oh. And so um, that's about it, though. That's that's about yeah. it. I've um, yeah. I mean, I mean, we all got to do th- do things to stay sane. You know, I, I shaped up my eyebrows. That's about all I, did I that. could do. Cause I was tired of looking like Oscar the Grouch. One of them came out okay. Uh, the Listen. other one doesn't necessarily have an arch, right? Now. It's just like your breasts. One of them is, you know, different from the <laughs> other. And and we're here now. So you know, and we're here now. But yeah, girl, that's. That's been about it. I mean, it's been an okay week. Just maintain. You it. know, I did take my braids out, so we are out here in these streets, all natural. Your twists actually look really good. Thank you so much. And you know, I got like four more nails to soak off Jesus, and we gonna have no nails on. But you know, to God be the glory. It <laughs> could have gone a different way. All the wonderful things. But we done. are here in the year of our Lord, twenty twenty. But uh, bruh, yummy. Yeah, it's time for a little bitch. What? Don't bitch mind me. Wood. I'll go first. Um, my bitch, what would go to all of you governors who have chosen to be dumbasses and say, let's open back up, uh, the, the, the cities and the state and just let you niggas run rampant. Uh, listen, niggas come close to, to the, um, to the speaker if you can. Niggas, again, come close. Sit your ass down. Just because they open it up don't mean you got to go. Like, we still have so many questions. There's so many uncertainties. And I don't think that, you know, us just running rampant out here in these streets is a good idea. Uh, you know, I saw the picture of some Sunil, Sunil, Lord Jesus, some uh, nail salon. <laughs> Lord, they just got got up a little clear shower curtains between them and their clients and doing nails. Like, girl, the, I'm a, I am a girl's girl. I love to get these hair nails done. I factor it in as, as one of my bills. 
Right. It's accounted for every month. So trust me and believe me, no one misses my nails being done <laughs> more than I. But what I'm not willing to do is sit between a daggum shower curtain to get my nails done. I'm going to soak these suckers off, wear my natural nail, and, you know, get some press stones or something. Lord Jesus, and call it a day. Like, some things, guys, just aren't that important. Your life means a wee bit more. Um, so, you know, I just want y'all to be cognizant that just because your governor's a, a dumbass don't mean you got to be one. Right. You know, like, you could literally just sit down. Like, you could sit the fuck down. That's, that's really <laughs> all that I got to say, you know. And I don't think he has a dish, which is a beautiful thing. But uh, that was mine. I don't, you know, I actually did. <laughs> and I just don't remember it. Sometimes it be like that, bro. I just honestly do not. And I'm so upset because I feel like, I was like, dang, that was a good one. I remember in the moment, I was like, ooh, I'm going to use that as my bitch what? But, um. Don't worry, there's always next week. Yeah, like, your girl just be having a lot going on in her head sometimes. And, um. You know. We're here now. We are, guys. We're here. <laughs> and again, I say, sit your ass down. Don't y'all get out here trying to go get your nails done and your hair done. And out to all you stylists and nail techs, just say no. Just because y'all governors want to open it back up does not mean you got to take a client. Right. And I can understand, though. Like, like you're entrepreneurs, you're self-employed, yeah, you like, got to get your money. Finances, but, but you have to think, like, I mean, honestly, everybody's going through this. But you world, can't like, do half, you dead. You cannot. I mean, the funeral home... They'll look you up. They don't get you done. But what I can definitely tell can't you, nobody come. What I can definitely tell you is you can absolutely tell when somebody has on mortuary makeup. It's the worst thing ever. Like I've seen multiple people throughout my years, and I instantly I'm like, dang, it looked like she got on mortuary makeup. It's the worst thing, dog. Like yeah. so, just wait. I mean, I can understand I your mean, bills got to be paid. Um, a lot of people are in some, some dire situations, you right. know what I'm saying? And, and they're trying to look out for themselves and their family. And, uh, they, I guess in their mind, the best thing to do is for that is to still take on clients That's and not it's it. not. Um, so, Hey, just, just, just wait, you know, get on the YouTube channel and figure this thing out. I've done many a braid styles off the YouTube. <laughs> you know, I just took out some knotless braids that I did myself. I ain't saying everybody you know want to do your own hair, but sweetie, order you a wig and sit down. Order you some press on and sit down. I can actually use a good wig. Um, mm-hmm. I've been trying. <laughs> Did season. you agree with me? No, I was just saying about oh. wigs and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, dang, I know. <laughs> I haven't twisted my hair. Woo. It's like I have all the time in the world right now to be able to do I'm my sorry, hair. That was funny, but. To me. Uh, <laughs> But a part-time job, like, I just do not feel like twisting it up. And it's a lot. I've been, the arm over muscles. the past couple months, I was like, you know what? I'm going to wear my natural hair out a little bit more. To, it was you know, cute in the beginning. It was cute, right? It becomes a, a becomes a part-time job, like, after that second Listen. week and you're over it. But, you know, I got this, this goal that I'm working towards where I'm like, I want to know how to know how to really do my hair and moisturize it and stuff when I get to that point. But, <sighs> Sometimes you gotta redo a step change. I'm about to get a wig. <laughs> your girl. Listen, I give myself a week of having my hair up because you already know how I get down. I'll mm. say, girl, I'm gonna let it breathe in day three. Mm. What you doing, ass? Braid my hair. You know, so I'm gonna do my best to mm. let her breathe. Um, Cause you know, I can. That's where we are. That's so. where we are. I'm gonna guys. have to get on this wig train too. Welcome. 
Welcome one, welcome all. Alright guys, so we'll be back with a little <laughs> bit of pour me up, even though I've already I've already been poured. Uh we'll be back. And we're back, guys. Uh if y'all could only hear the breaks between these here uh segments, y'all would be cracking up, okay? Cause there's no sense here, guys. Anywho, we're gonna do a little different topic this week. Um Kiera nor myself uh, like to be exposed, but we're just going to, you know, <laughs> see where this hit thing goes, Jesus. So, we figured we didn't want to harp too much on COVID because, you know, we're all living it. Um, but I saw something on the social medias that intrigued me that sparked up a topic. So, I don't know how many of y'all saw it, but the fine specimen of a man that Jesus himself came down and, ha- came down and handcrafted common uh made a decision that he was gonna you know partner with bumble and some type of other thing and do there and go on a virtual date with what is bumble bumble is like uh tinder Mm, okay um they did a him and tiffany had to do a virtual date now i personally feel like common could do far far better he's you know clearly done it before he dated erica Badu and angela rob but that's just my opinion no shade of tiffany She's a wonderful woman, just, I don't think, no. Anywho, so they did a virtual date um, brought to you by Bumble. I thought it would be interesting to maybe kind of take a second to look at how dating happens in general in our time. And then maybe kind of talk about too, uh, also like the way it was, it, way it can be or virtually or kind of just kind of toss it up in the air just to kind of see what comes out of the conversation. Something different for you and I. Because mm-hmm. this is not something that we typically just, you know, put out here for the world. But we gonna, you know, we gonna shed a little layer, guys. And, uh, All right, girl. Which is why we've already poured up. Because we knew. And if you could see us, we both took a sip at the same time. Because, you know, drinks. Um, <laughs> so, one of the things that I thought it would be interesting to talk about is dating as a millennial. Like, what does that mean what does it look like? Should it even be called dating, dare I say? Mm. Because it's interesting, millennials were kind of brought up in, we're like the midpoint for a lot of different things. Like, we still came from a time where we still had to use the house phone. Every now and again, my mama would get on the phone, shot to get off the phone. You know, it wasn't too often because she knew better. But every now and again, it would be get off the phone. But then we also kind of got to experience the MySpace, child in the black planets and then now with your instagram and your facebook so a lot of times you know you can get a a dude in your dm and you're like i'm sorry i don't think i quite know you sir you know so i don't feel like sometimes like it's not what our parents probably recall or would share their experiences on as far as like someone approaching you like if you were at a grocery store or at a bar or at a restaurant or something um, that people kind of interact the same way. So I'm just curious to, to know what your perspective is on millennial dating. Um, it's different. Indeed. It's, it's very different. Um, I think it's hard for people who uh, grew up seeing relationships. Mm-hmm. And uh, being witness to people in love and, and together. 
um, as opposed to being in 2020 or in this generation dating people who have no idea what that looks like or how they think. Um, So it's definitely different for sure. I was listening to um, another podcast called Dead Ass. And it was a it was four four men. And two of them were married. Two of them were just kind of like in the dating phase. And one of them was kind of saying, you know, well, I can kind of see from like you two who are married, where both of your parents were married and are still married. But you know, I come from an area where I didn't really see that. Right. And I've seen the effects of the men in my family, how their lives have been because they weren't married and how it probably could have been better if they found a woman that made them better or helped inspire them to become better. So I think a lot of the times it comes from representation. And I think that people automatically assume that because someone grew up in a two-parent home that it automatically means that they're going to be married and be successful right. or be intentional about it. I think it just depends on what it what you saw. Like someone could have grown could have grown up with their parents being married, but if their father talked down to their mother all the time or was always cheating or if their mother talked down to their father or she always degraded him, you know, like I just kind of right. feel like it can't just be well, my parents are married, so this is it. Right, I, I, it's, yeah. it's truly what relationships you saw. Right. And I feel like, I don't know the numbers, I don't know the statistics. I'm just saying from where we're from and what I've seen, it seems like a lot of guys that I'm aware of, most of them kind of grew up with a single parent, whether it been intentionally or unintentionally. Like Maybe they lost the parent right. at, at a certain time in their life. So I think that, the type of exposure you have and the experiences that you've been able to see can kind of dictate how you are in relationships or how you are when it comes to to courting someone or showing your interest or approaching or dating. Yeah. So I feel like for millennials, a lot of the time, that that's going to be like a major, major key. Mm-hmm. It, it's definitely your representation and what it is that you saw. And then, like I said, like we came in, we're in that, we're in that weird middle mm-hmm. where, again... We had to have make sure no one no one was on the phone before we got <laughs> on the internet initially. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then we kind of also we have a bit of the Instagram where you know things yeah. are just so microwavable and we it's at our fingertips. So I feel like a lot of the times we're in that awkward middle yeah, where like, nobody wants to make the first move. Right. We're definitely uh, in that generation, like you said, where we've seen. Um, you know what I'm saying? The ex, well, whatever, recording your own songs off the radio. Right. Going to CDs. So in every phase of life, we've seen it, uh, you know, a different world, kind of like where we are now. But um, I definitely think it's what you were exposed to as opposed to, oh, your parents were just together. Mm-hmm. For sure, it depends on what you've seen because it may, may or may have not been a healthy right. um, relationship that you were a witness to. Um, but I do think it has, like, with me, I feel like I usually talk to guys, like, not intentionally or looking for that, but who did grow up in a house with two-parent households, mm-hmm. right? And only, like, when you grow up do you realize, like, oh, okay, well, this is why, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You look for that, or that's why you've happened to talk to people um, that were in that experience or whatever else. Uh, but it's different, too, because even if they did grow up in households with you know two-parent households whatever people are their own people like right. they process stuff differently 
Um, they believe their own thing. They perceive things differently or in their own way. So it really depends on the person. Yeah. But I think it also just depends on knowing what you want, knowing your person, you know, knowing yourself. Right. And things that, you know what I'm saying, you will or will not take having the boundaries. Um, but it's absolutely hard being a millennial that ones of us that are single right now, right? And get someone. Like, I feel like... And it could be just because, you know what I'm saying, like, obviously, like, I talk about my grandparents a lot, but I raised by my mom, you know what I'm saying, my daddy was always in my life, had his own issues or whatever, but for the most part, I was raised by older people right. who did things differently. Which is why I'm so elderly now. You know what I'm saying? And so who did things just differently, not. and it's just like, I'm like, grandma... They ain't doing that right now. And I was exposed to different. Yeah. So without even knowing, I look for different. And yeah. They ain't trying to do They're not doing that. So yeah. it's definitely, um, you know, what you were exposed to, male and female. Right. Because on our side, we can be like, you know what I'm saying? I need someone who I know is consistent. Yes. And... You're not consistent. I'm used to someone being consistent for mm-hmm. me. I'm used to, uh, if I even have to tell you, tell you one time and, and it's that's done. It. You know what I'm saying? I don't have time for, to raise your kids or your son because. I'm raising me. They didn't have, you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm raising me. So it's, it's different because people come from so many different backgrounds mm-hmm. and then, you know what I'm saying? We're in different spaces, different state cities, whatever else. And people are just overall different. Cultures yep. different. Um, so I would, you know what I'm saying? Like dating as a millennial uh, is weird. It's different. AF. Like, but like, what is dating though? Like, so is dating and talking the same thing? Like, I, j- I don't. And it's not that I've just been out the game, Jesus. But I've just <laughs> been wiped up, booed up for so long. I have no idea what happens out here in these streets. That's not what I'm saying. Girl. But I feel like I don't know what the mick is going on. Like, Absolutely. Absolutely. I just, sure. I don't know what, what, I don't know what the expectations are anymore. I just, it, it's just an interesting thing. And I want to say, in the conversation that you and I were having, you found an article or, or something online where it kind of gave like some bullet points mm-hmm. as far as like millennial dating. Like, what were some of those? And maybe we can kind of oh yeah, let me talk about our either talk about our experiences or just kind of share our thoughts. And then you know, guys, as always, we try to open it up to you guys. Like, share some of your thoughts, experiences, and opinions about maybe some of these uh, bullet points that we got for you. For sure, for sure, we can do a little bit of both. Um, yeah, I definitely pull up the bullet points. Um, for one, it says <laughs> we ghost as a way to end things. Let me tell you something. And yo, that's a word. Um, I, I haven't necessarily done it. I don't think sometimes I forget things I've done too, though. But you don't really ghost them. But when you made up in your mind that you're no longer interested, yeah, it's like I knew. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely it for me. And y'all, you know, we talk about <laughs> mental health. <laughs> Like, my therapist helped me realize that so much, like, she's like, here, you were raised by a man who did such and such and yeah. such and such. And when I realized, you know, I'll ask you one time, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just to be like, let me make sure. That I'm not overreading you know this I'm thing. Saying? But if, oh, okay, this is not, this is what I know I need. Yeah. This is what I know I need from a man. You're not doing that, so why am I going to waste my time? True. Very, very true. You know what? So, I'm just like, you're right. 
But it goes kind of like to that saying that women leave you far way before they physically leave. Women leave you mentally before they leave you physically. Right. Because honestly, we have time. We make time to analyze something. Mm -hmm. And if we've gotten to the results of you ain't it or you not trying to be it, oh, we're making preparations. And, you know, for all the guys listening, that's what happens. Okay? That that's how a breakup <laughs> yeah, happens. You don't sweetie. just leave right then. I no. leave mentally there first. There are no there's no that's never been an abrupt no. exit. <laughs> you leave mentally first. Yeah. Weeks before. Months, months before, before. Whenever. Months. And then it's like, you know, I give you I gave you ample opportunity. I did. And see that's the thing and guys, please like this is not a bashing time. This is only our experiences. In yeah. my experience, I try to provide space for growth. Right. Now, I do have my own deadline, but when I think there should be some progress in your growth, should you not comply with those, yeah. <laughs> then that's where we are. But now, I, I won't say that I ghost necessarily. I kind of fade to black, you know, because... <laughs> <laughs> You know, guys, I won't say that I ghost. I, I just, you know, I fade the black, guys. I Listen. You do. And we're so different in relationships. <laughs> we are. Because it's like, <laughs> you'll give a guy the opportunity I will. to fade back because you fade it back. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's like I got right. questions. I'm like, all right, nigga. Uh, I don't know if you realize Yeah, this. like, I think I'm so used to... And then when I say this out loud, I'm like, dang, it sounds like I'm spoiled. Like, but okay. You're not. No, you're but just a very direct person. I'm a very direct person. And I'm so used to my granddaddy. Yeah. My uncles, my cousins. Like, I have awesome men in my family. Yeah. And I get out in the world and other men aren't like that. Yeah. And I'm like, well, wait a second. Well, see, it's <laughs> interesting, too, because I have, you know, my grandfather, God rest his soul. And I have uncles who've always been present right. and been very loving, very supportive, very encouraging of me. But I think it's a di- for me personally, it's right. been a different experience not having that type of interaction from my father. Right. That's created the room for growth that I give and how much room I provide. So I think that for me, which I, I think that that kind of explains my fade to black. Yeah, like I'm going, I, like I'm openly saying, "Hey, my nigga, I am intentionally giving you some space to get your ish together. Like I'm giving you mm-hmm. opportunity to make some progress here. Mm-hmm. So by the time that I've left, trust and understand, I, and you can attest to this, I have tried. You know, you have nothing left. I've got nothing else to give, yeah. and I'm not saying this <laughs> in a bitter way. I'm saying this in a I understand that everybody doesn't communicate the same right. way that we don't relationship the same way. So I'm saying, well, so when I say I provide space for growth, I'm not saying I provide space for you to cheat on me 17 times and right. make a decision if you want to be here. I'm just saying that I try to give people space to adjust right. to a relationship. So as it pertains to we ghost as a way to end things, I don't think either one of us no like, ghost no but i have to really if i go somebody i really wasn't feeling you and you've only go to the guys that you had zero intentions about <laughs> like you like it might have been two dates and he's like nah ash i ain't eh, that nigga wasn't he ain't it he now ain't if it. it's someone that you've been like actively dating yeah. you don't go some now me on the other hand you know you'll go two weeks without talking to somebody i'm not gonna do that we're so different 
someone or in relationship with someone you can kind of tell when either you need to get your shit together or I'm not feeling it anymore right. and I'm and I I have an issue with just you know my delivery isn't always the best so me just being blunt all the time straightforward to the point doesn't always come off right right so I found myself trying to be nice about letting a nigga down which, you know, sometimes you niggas like don't Like, caring get. about their feelings. You, God caring is They such. have feelings, too. They are people. They are people. As yeah. well. So, I mean, I don't think that's a bad thing. It's not, but I should, sometimes I, I, I should probably remove some of the emotion. Just because if you're not super direct and specific, sometimes it leaves people the impression that, oh, okay, she's still in it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not. You know, so there's that. But I don't ghost. I just fade to black. <laughs> just fade the back. Like, so one of the second um bullet points were we're we're hyper focused on sex. Like sex is scarily available, yo. Yeah. Literally a a swipe of the finger. So a lot of people there's um zero effort made into getting to know somebody like for who they truly are mm-hmm. unless, you know, like they're willing to undress part of their selves um, or half of their selves yeah. in some other way. And um, for, the, for the most part, sex doesn't lead to a relationship for a lot of people. No it God. leads to like heartache and confusion. Situationships. Situationships, like one night stands, whatever. And honestly, looking at that, a lot of people are, but then there are so many people who who are looking for a relationship like so yeah. many other people like us too so you couldn't like we can't just necessarily say that yeah we just haven't probably but I, those I think that comes that that's where communication is, is important um because i feel like if you meet somebody and i ain't saying that you gotta run down your whole life plan after the first time of meeting somebody but i feel like you can kind of tell when a nigga just trying to smash. Mm-hmm. And dudes can't tell when a girl's just thotting and bopping. And that may or may not be a bad thing. Sis, that's your life. You define it how you choose to do so. Right. I'm just saying, uh, I'm not giving up the box. Just because you got a penis. That's just because, because you know how much it's Cause, you know, penis been out here for a long. I don't know if y'all knew this, guys, but vagina and penis has been out here for a long time. Long time. It ain't nothing new. And it's been here. I've realized, you know, Generation Z loves to put labels on things. Uh, so I've realized that I am very I am much so sick of them. I am very much sapiosexual to where you have to like I guess that Intrigue me. You have to intrigue me, stimulate my mind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And there you know, again it's just being able to meet somebody on your level, I suppose, you know, yeah. and that's um not necessarily like I don't wanna say equally yoked. But are interested in the same things that you mentally, you know, like y'all are just on the same level overall to be able to make something work. And that comes from like open communication. And it comes from life experiences. For sure. Like you can't just just jump out here. Oh, this is what I like. Well, have you ever tried it? Have you ever experienced it? So I feel like, don't get me wrong, sex is a beautiful thing. 
But I feel like if there's not an understanding on both parties, sex can be a complicated thing. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we we do put a lot of emphasis on sex, but I feel like if there's a clear under understanding and and a clear discussion on an expectation when it comes to sex, then you know you can't really if I if I meet a guy, let's say, and I'm just a super sexual girl, you know you know what, bro, I think. Today is day one. I think I'm going to give it to you today. <laughs> and I think I'm going to give it to you tomorrow as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I've made that decision that as a person, right. I just want to have sex with you and then that just be all that we have, and you're okay with that, then we can do that. Right. But now, I think the issue sometimes with people, whether it be the woman or the, or, or the, or the guy, one of y'all just wants to have it all the time, and the other one is, is yearning for the relationship part yeah. of it, I think, is when it comes comes to be a problem or when the other person feels like, oh, all you want is sex. And it's like, well, maybe you guys should have a conversation. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think it comes with the conversation, right? Because even when you talk about love languages mm. and, you know, when you have five different love languages, what's that physical touch, um, acts quality of service. time, acts of service, um, words of affirmation, um, and something else. What, but, gifts? You know, yeah, gifts, I believe. But, you know, a lot of people give, if they're actually looking for a relationship and not just sex. Like, cause you got to figure out what you want That first. has to be a communication, too, because, honestly, I might just want that, too. Right. And unless you talk, like, let me choose. Let That's me- the thing. <laughs> like, let we me all figure it out. It's, this should be an equal opportunity type of thing, guys. We yeah. should all have the space and opportunity to make our own Because you don't know if I just want that or not. You don't know if I just want to go eat and go to movies and then have sex and then you go. But I don't, maybe I don't want to have to deal with like, you. Like, let me choose. Maybe I don't want to be your counselor. Maybe right. I would like to smash and go to dinner. You know, because that's my business. As Tabitha would say, "That's your, that's your business." All right, that is your business. A word. And, a word. and I think if you know, like, yo, if it was just that open communication, but if it is to where someone else is also looking for a relationship, then you do gotta have that communication when it comes to like love languages. Yeah, because even if this is something newer that people are just now hearing about, that's absolutely a real thing. People give love the same way that they perceive it. And or just, how they view how or how they view themselves. Right. So just because, you know, you want a lot of gifts, yeah. He might think that you prefer words of affirmation. So telling you that you're beautiful is yep. his way of giving you love when really you just want a double bag. And another thing too, like you gotta be honest about if there's a physical chemistry. Like if right. I don't find you at I, I ain't, you know what, y'all, some of y'all may not know me to speak this way, but if I, if I can't look at you and go, mm, I need to get that nigga draws today. If I don't look at you like that, it's going to be a long journey, my nigga. Yeah. Like, well, I'm sure same thing for me. Well, right, so. right. So if you don't, and I'm not saying that you just got to look at a woman and be like, oh, I'm going to do her right now in the middle of the street. But I'm right. saying there needs to be some type of physical attraction. And a lot for of sure. times I think we get caught up in oh well there's more single women than there is single men so sure. women get in this thing where they feel like they feel, feel as if they gotta settle or you feel as if you gotta get to like the ugly guy like you ain't got about the nigga if he ugly sis but let me tell you about them ugly men they have got confidence now <laughs> and they are disrespectful <laughs> but off of that cause this is turning to a whole other conversation that was a word a whole other conversation. We'll, we'll do this topic later, guys. Listen, on that on that one area, listen, we'll come back. But they some narcissists too. But anyways, they are. They are. Uh, we are hyper focused on sex for a lot of us, and it's wild. And it makes dating or talking it makes or, it awkward. It makes relationships 
awkward if that's not what you're also looking for. Right. So I think, you know, um, to fix that, it really just has to be an open line of communication. It really does. Like, if you're looking to just get that nigga draws, then, like, let, let him know or him let you right. know. Right. Like, don't waste my time. And give people the opportunity to make a decision. Right. Like, and, 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 and ladies, we can't convince a nigga to want to be married. Like, if he already got in his mind that marriage is not what it is that he wants, sweetie, you giving him the box ain't going to change his mind. Or even if that is on his mind, it might not be on his mind in the next Today. two years. Correct. Today or the next two years, y'all priorities could be completely. Which is why you, you gotta, might can still want it, but your priority list yep. could be completely different. You got to be a whole person trying to date out here in the streets. Because you'll mess around and pick up someone else's habits or someone else's desires and you be out here lost as a motherfucker. You know, that's why I be trying to tell my grandma. I'm like, grandma... <laughs> It's not the same out here. I just can't go out here picking it up. I tried. It's not. It's not it. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. Not not in twenty twenty. Not even in this decade or you know last decade. A word. So um, also it it did say. I'm sorry, y'all. We be going off tangents. This is how this is how we are on the telephone, y'all. We are we apologize for the rambling, but it gets real. Actually, a little worse. We are. We actually edited it for you. Um, Number four. We are in a competition um, of who could care the least. Do you yeah. think that's a thing? Absolutely. Yeah. I listen. If you think about like just even last summer with the whole hot girl, city girl summer, mm-hmm. like you know, real ass bitch, you fuck about nigga. You know, everybody want to give two fucks less. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't want they feelings hurt though. It's, it's just a protective mechanism, it's guys. Definitely a pro- that's, that's all it. that it is. But this, I'm not saying that you gotta pour your heart and soul out to every woman or man that you encounter, that you're encountering or that you're dating. Right. I'm just saying you could just gotta understand. You know what? I thought it was gonna be something more than what it was. He had other plans. I'm going to keep it moving. I ain't saying, saying that your feelings can't be hurt, but everybody can't be tough. Right. And it's like responding. I think for people, a lot of times um, when they think um, basically we're in a competition of who can care the least. Yeah. It's kind of like emotions are like frowned upon. You know what I'm saying? But why. not necessarily, not when you find a person who also wants to be in it just as much as you but when you don't mm-hmm. it's like you know what i'm saying you don't really know how to act what emotions you can bring or whatever right and, and we show our cards like we're interested but then like the affection is off or yep. you're doing whatever and i guess those are probably the niggas that i ghost because <laughs> if you gotta show me but then too like <laughs> you're you're now training yourself to behave a certain kind of way and then when you meet a person that you actually want to build something with or that you want to see where it can go, you've been you've been stuck in that cycle for so long of not uh, making sure he don't make sure he know I can leave tomorrow. I could be gone tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You're so stuck in that cycle. Now you've met the person that you actually want to try something with, but you can't turn that part of you off. Right. Now now he or she has left. Now you back out here messing with your ex who we already know what he about. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel, again, I understand that sometimes these niggas and these bras just ain't shit. And I get that. Just ain't. But you also got to be aware of yourself and what it is that you're looking for and know what it looks like to be able to like, okay, well, maybe I can let let down at least a layer. I ain't saying lay them down by the riverside. I'm just saying let down a layer. Right, right, right. We can't be thugs all the time. Right. You definitely Because don't no man, not, not a heterosexual man, 
wants to lay down with another with another man. That's a he won't lay down with a woman. <laughs> so and vice versa. Very true. Don't no heterosexual woman want to lay down with another woman. Like I need mm-hmm. you to man the fuck up. Very so true. we can get this thing together. But don't mind me, I rambles. Okay. Well, I mean that's very true. <laughs> like <laughs> you just have to, you know, know who you're with and yourself and what you want. Um, like, because a lot of times as a millennial dating, there's little gratitude for like honesty or happiness or whatever. And that's not the case. Like, why would you want to be with someone who doesn't make you happy or just, I'm not the type of person I could absolutely say, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like being single just because I know what it is I want and what I'm looking for, you know what I'm saying? Like, or how I deserve to be treated or... Um, even though people are different, you're not going to find somebody exactly, Absolutely. you know what I'm saying? Like people have their own things, you have compromise, whatever, whatever. But if anything, I know I'm going to be happy and honest in a relationship. And, and that's just something I don't need to see who can care the least. First of all, I need you to show right. me that you care. And two, like you got to be humble enough to know that you're not going to check out everything off somebody else's list either. Very there true. is no one like I, 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 I feel like I'm an amazing woman. Mm-hmm. I know who I am. I know what I bring to the table. I know that I'm a nurturer and all these wonderful attributes about myself. But I also know that there are some weak spots mm-hmm. <laughs> that your girl is in therapy for. Right. So I know that for a fact, I'm not going to check off everything on, on a guy's list. Right. But I'm going to get you a good majority of those things. So you got to be humble enough to know this is you ain't perfect either. That's very true. You could true. use some work as well. You could use a little WD-40. That's very true. But how dope would it be to meet a guy who is also on the same journey? Oh my God. <laughs> but learning. see, how yeah. does that always work? Because we... Well, I feel like... I feel like it's a law of attraction, honestly. Like, self now opposed to self a year ago well, or two I, I years guess when ago. I when I think journey in this sense, I think of if we're both trying to build some separate empires or things mm-hmm. of that nature. It kind of goes into, are we going to have a clear understanding that I can't meet you every Tuesday mm-hmm. at this time? Sometimes it's going to have to be a third. Like, is there a room? Is there an understood compromise in place? I feel like a lot of times people are both in a building phase mm-hmm. that somebody doesn't want to compromise. So I think that that's important too. Like when you meet mm-hmm. somebody on the same journey as you, mm-hmm. that both of you are open to a compromise because that's going to be essential. Yeah, for sure. So I was a little confused at first. So if you're definitely on the same, I guess, wavelength and um, you're just trying to figure out exactly what they want and who they mm-hmm. are and what they're willing to compromise for. Yeah, it just a bit. Again, to me, that's open communication, right? Right. Because at some point, if you realize like, yo, that's not, that ain't going to work for me, then that's we're going to need to cut it. <laughs> we're going to need to cut it out. But then it also goes to, you know, when we were talking about the least, um, competition for who can care the least but it's also saying that we're too strategic about our responses for things too so do you think like um say when you're texting a guy you're a new guy Mm -hmm. y'all are bobbing clicking good conversation um responding right away to some people in this society comes across as like desperate or yeah and i don't understand and i'm like my nigga i got the phone in my hand we're having a conversation like i'm showing you some you should want me to respond you know what i'm saying i'm intrigued by a conversation i'm not used to niggas like that because (laughs) but it's amazing like how as millennials or people in this generation they view the luxury of having instant access to communication as something that we like to have to have barriers by but then too i think it kind of goes back to like that old saying where um 
dang, did it slip my mind that fast? Jesus. But yo, I think it did. Instant messaging is instant, my nigga. I can't, I can't. I, like instant. If you see my stuff, and I'm saying you have this phone right away. Right, right. That's not but what you I'm saw saying. It. But I'm saying like strategic responses are frowned upon. Well, not frowned upon, but like come across um, well, I guess strategic responses will take a little longer, but when you do respond, you, got it now. you know what I'm saying? Like a little longer or faster, it comes across as those things. And I just don't, I think that's backwards. Like that's yeah. BS logic. But it kind of also goes to like when you first start dating, dating someone, like you're, you're showing them your representative. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to respond in ways that you feel like it's going to represent you best. Are or, you though? I feel most people do. Most people will try to respond and show themselves in the best light. Because mm-hmm. you, if you probably would think about the last two guys that you dated, the way that it, the person that you observed them to be when it ended wasn't the person that, that they shown themselves to be in the beginning. True. So you usually get someone's representative in the beginning. And typically during that time, people are like, looking at a message, reading it five minutes before they actually respond to mm-hmm. you. You know, not saying that not saying that all the time it's a phony or fake response, but people are damn sure trying to give you the best version of themselves when you guys are in that early dating stage. Mm-hmm. So I ain't saying, you know, just come on out here bare naked, but I would like for you to give me a little bit more than the, than the representative because I, I need to know who I'm dealing with because we could save my time and yours if I just know that you ain't shit today. Right. So, are you saying like uh, we're too strategic? No. For our responses. I, I, I think I think it just depends on the person. I think that there needs to be a balance. I think that it is okay to want to put your best foot forward and still be honest. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, maybe you don't want to show your ratchet side yet. <laughs> maybe you maybe what man can say she a savage ratchet. Right. You know, maybe you want to give yeah. a, a you got to ease. You got to ease them into yeah. it. Like, you don't give your attitude up front. But are you not giving your representative at that moment then? Oh, I think everybody unintentionally is giving their representative sure. when you they first start dating. Absolutely. Ain't no, what can you say? Don't buy one day banana cream pie. Ain't nobody just coming out here jumping out here crazy. Like everyone is giving their representative in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But I mean, and again, and it's not saying that that's a bad thing, but your representative, your representative needs to be very, very close to who you are. Right, right. Because otherwise you will be dropped. <laughs> Ghost. When I figure that. Fade the black. Fade the black. So another one is as millennials, we've become content. And I guess this goes for the ones of us who are single. Because mm-hmm. obviously... If you're in a relationship, it doesn't, you know, and live it. I, when I say a relationship, I'm like, y'all living together. <laughs> like, like, really though, when I think about it, I'm you like, oh, all yeah, the functions. Y'all, y'all, you know what I'm saying? Y'all do everything together. Y'all yeah. in a relationship. So, um, but we've become too content with being alone. Like, do you think that I, I can see that though? Like, I can see how that, you know that what I'm saying? Like, even, the, the even now, like, we consequently, like, commit ourselves. To ourselves, <laughs> the ones of us who are single, no kids, you know, um, and it just means that to me, it means that it's much harder to invite a relationship into my life when I know you're not a hundred percent serious about it. Like, obviously I'm fine on my own. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? But I'm willing to step outside of my comfort zone for you. So if you are not serious or yeah. if you're not looking, you know what I'm or or get me interested in the least. Yeah. I have to be first of all. I think I <laughs> I need to you like have you. To. 
<laughs> I need to like you and you got to keep my attention. <laughs> I think it comes down to like people's past experiences and how they choose to resolve those issues. If there was an issue from a past relationship. Because um, I feel like if you haven't healed something, you know, that you that may have hurt you previously or what have you, then a lot of times you're not really going to try to be honest with somebody and move forward. So I think it just kind of depends on what you've dealt with before and if you chose to really resolve the situation. Right. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's just tricky overall being a millennial, right? It's hard, because man. honestly, we all, yo, like, because we're trying to figure out when did we all hit between 30 and 37? And, <laughs> and unless you're trying to be on the couch every now and again, you know, like I ain't saying not time, just sometimes I'm tired. Just figuring out what each other like, but it's definitely difficult. Um, and then you know, there are so many options. Like people have so many different options, and especially with social media now. Yep. Like I come to terms like with realizing first of all, if I start dating a nigga now, I know there's a female in his life who's known him longer Absolutely. than I have. And, you know, what you're not going to do is make me out to be that crazy bitch. Don't yo-yo me. If it don't work out, you know. Don't yo-yo me, son. So, again, I feel like it's just a communication, making sure, you know, that y'all click and vibe or whatever. And that it's not just lust or fling or some old type of thing that y'all had going on. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a lot of different accounts. But, hey, to each they own. And shout out to the ones that are in healthy relationships. Goals, okay? Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, other than that, it's just, it's real out here. Last question that I have. And then we can, you know, we'll do the benediction. Um, So... At what point do you turn to online dating? Mm. Because I've seen that that's become a lot more popular these days. At what point do you say, you know what? I'm just tired of you niggas out here in the real world at the mall and at the chilies. Let me see. (laughs) Honestly, we might be a little late. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, if you really think, I mean, like for our generation, right? Yeah. But people have been online dating like for like a decade now. And it's just, I mean, it's more and more like this is the dating scene, I feel like. But is it really dating though? No, but I mean, maybe it's a way to meet people. I'm not necessarily saying dating. Create relationships. Yeah, like it's it's absolutely uh, opening gate to be able to like, (laughs) hey, nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever. Like, hey, how are you? Like, what are you like doing? Whatever to um, start conversation between two people so not necessarily dating but it's an introduction but i don't know girl like people really online dating all the time and don't even know it like when you just if it's facebook True. and somebody hits you right. up you know facebook has actually has a whole dating tab now they do have a dating tab but if you think about it it's just the evolution of things because yeah. it's not it's not random for somebody to pop up in your facebook dm as it is your Instagram, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But once upon a time, Instagram was also Facebook. So, yeah. and but it's really not that strange for somebody to also, you know, slide yeah, in the DM. DM. It's nothing. So an app, Instagram and Facebook are also apps. apps Girl, yeah. first of all, if somebody gonna shoot they shot, they gonna shoot it. If you look, if you think you can get a vibe. By all Let means. them hit the basket by all means. Because if I don't want to talk, I will ignore the message. It's you know, you do not have to respond. Yeah. And so I think we're we're definitely there again. We're late, Ashley. Yeah, we we might be. First of all, that's a lot of work for me. Uh, 
Whew, I gotta. When do you're it. constantly on uh, computers and phones all day, as it is, it's just a lot. I, okay. you know, I have the people in dosage. Yeah, I'm just gonna say, dosages. pray for me, cause your girl's single out here. But um, <laughs> you know, I got my eyes on a couple. Um, you know what? I lied. <laughs> my last question is dating. Can you do more than one? Why not? Because honestly, um, until you show me, right? But do you tell them? Do they tell me? I'm talking about I'm you. I'm saying sis. sleeping. I'm talking about you, you sweetie. Well, yeah. <laughs> I didn't ask for that fact, nigga. I'm talking I mean, about you. I'm a one woman, you know, one man. However, I'm supposed to say it. I'd be with one, one woman, man. Yeah, yeah. I say, <laughs> I no one man, woman, something like that. <laughs> I like men. I date them. Um, I mean, I how them. am I trying to say this? Like, I like men, I date them. <laughs> no, okay, so I only date one man at a time. Okay. As, you know, but if you want to take me out, um, I guess it, I unless guess it's, it's exclusive. That's exactly what I was about to say. it's mutually. Yeah, yeah, mutually exclusive. exclusive. But I feel like. Then if you want to take me out on my 30th in July, I'm going to go out. Yeah, I, I do feel like unless we both made a decision to be exclusive, then it, honestly, it, yeah. should, it should be an understood factor that we, we're, we're seeing other people. Now, what can't happen is you say that you're seeing only me and then I find out otherwise. Right. That's when it becomes a problem is when you've now forced me to make a decision mm-hmm. versus me openly making my own choice. Or even we've had this open communication and you lied and now you have me in a situation and you're not even in it. Right. And it's like, you could have just let you me You could have left me over there, dog. You could have let me choose whether or not I wanted to partake in this. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, if you're going to date, date, date. Like, I mean, guys, listen, clearly with this COVID-19 night here, guys, we see that life is short. So I say you should live your best life. And whatever, you only got one. Whatever that means to you without endangering, endangering the life of others, you should live your best life. And what I look like living my one life. Come on. Because uh, <laughs> when you die, that's it. For somebody who don't even care. When you die, that's it, I'm not going to do it. I listen, got a lot of other stuff going on. Ain't nobody on. got time. Not now. Well, I hope we didn't sound like two bitter bitties because that was not the intention. We just want to chat about a little dating, guys. So, I hope y'all enjoyed this conversation because it was fun for us. It was, but I go on great dates, guys. Uh, great, ain't nobody actually not a date. Focus. Anywho. Okay. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it, guys. You know, feel free to continue the conversation. We look, we enjoy these kind of talks because, again, this is just what what we do on the telephone. And I think at some point it'll be nice to kind of have a couple of gentlemen join the conversation to get another perspective to to share some other experiences, guys. So if you have some some stories that y'all want to share about these niggas or these broads, and I don't mean that degradingly, uh, let us know. We'd love to chat about it, chuckle about it, what have you. You know, I want this year for 2020, guys, for us to interact more with you guys, for you guys to give us more feedback, share some stories and some, some experiences. So we look forward to the rest of 2020. We're going to make it better, Lord. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. Well, this was another episode of uh, Million Celebrated, guys. We enjoyed you. And again, in the words of Monique, I love us for real. Bye.